I'm a survivor living in Sydney, Australia. We are broadcasting the Paradise Paradox at all frequencies. If you are out there, if there is anyone out there, we can provide thoughts, ideas, and the questions. Use these tools to activate your interests. Share these freedoms to help liberate your loved ones. If there is anyone out there, please, you are not alone. Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. I am Aaron Battle. Now, that was a post-Shemitah message to everyone that's feeling a little fragile, rattled, or precious when the walls of illusion fall down and a little truth slips out. People might have to start thinking for themselves. Now, for most of us, that might have been a while. For some of us, we have maybe never thought for ourselves. So, thinking for yourself can be a little bit dangerous. And, you know, we sometimes understand that involves thinking some naughty thoughts. But that's okay. Don't worry about it. That's our secret. That's our promise. In this podcast broadcast, it's actually the secret second half, which is the first episode that Kurt and I did since returning back to Australia. So we end up starting off talking about how um, I blend back into Australian society, the Australian way of life, after living in Mexico for uh, a couple years free from commercial television, from processed food, and the luxuries of the first world. Now back in Australia, I'm actually concerned about falling back into old habits. In the second half, Kurt decides to open up his interdimensional notebook, which turns an innocent conversation about X-Men and gravity into a conversation about hacking the boundaries of reality and the brain code and belief systems that are required to make magnetism your bitch. So before I push the red button, the big red button that says, please don't push, have you been to steamit.com? Steam with a double E. Okay, this is the decentralized content platform where content creators and content consumers can upvote, share, comment, and everyone is rewarded for their interactions. So if you want to check out what Kurt's been up to, you can check him out at Chertzu, C-H-U-R-D-T-Z-U. I, Aaron, am at Battle A-Z, B-A-T-T-L-E. If you miss the spelling, you can go to the website or check the show notes. While at the website, don't forget to donate via PayPal, Bitcoin, and we are now also on Patreon. If you know what show that is, if you're not sure what that is, check out patreon.com. It's a way that you can donate to us uh, and feel good about it, and then we can feel good about it. And then while everyone's feeling a little warm and fuzzy, raising that frequency a little bit higher, getting those high vibes, we all fall in love and live happily ever after. Who doesn't love a cheesy rom-com? 
push the button. I don't know who's watching us. <laughs> yeah. We just need to snap back to back to that peyote and go, how many spirits out there were just laughing at us going, look at these, look at these fools. <laughs> you know, they think they live in reality. <laughs> and then boom, here's reality. What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, that, well, that was, that was kind of my experience. What do you think of that? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say I was pretty chilled, actually. I had a good time. <laughs> nah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I... I pretty chill. It's pretty now, chill, now motherfucker. How can you say... You can't say that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm having a dig, man. I, I know. <laughs> I know it was... Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to say that, you know, I, I turned the volume down yeah. a lot. Like, I, I would have liked to have gone to the other camps across the way and, and seeing what and sit there for an hour by myself but I couldn't bring myself to do it <laughs> because I knew I, I didn't need to see something I didn't want to see so I, I stayed cool and I stayed near the camp well you, you went as much as you went ready as much to see as I what could. was out there <laughs> yeah next, yeah. next you know, time maybe, maybe next year yeah 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 I'll, I'll do that but uh, with this bugging out stuff mm. because I mean it, as much as you think it sounds silly in Mexico, it wasn't really a, a big concern to me because I knew those those markets on the on the corner every Friday, and yep. you know, water was you know I always had a couple. I already already had you know maybe you know a week or two of water in the house. So it's just mm. that's standard common practice. Mm. But uh, here in Australia, it's a, little, it's a little bit different. I mean, if that top if that tap stops running, then uh, I wouldn't even I wouldn't know. I'd be I'd be running to the supermarket. Mm. And you know they're they're not going to carry. Um, I mean, from from my memory of of Nightfill, you know, maybe fifteen years ago, you know, they really only stocked up. What I mean here in Raymond Terrace, maybe there's only like you know twenty liters, maybe four or five of those, you know, five liter bottles of water per night came in on the truck. I mean, that's that's not going to that's going to be one customer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, if I keep if I keep going down this tunnel of you know this this prepper thing might be uh, might be a problem. I mean, you know, there might be more to it. And it was a concern before I left Australia. Now that I'm back, it's like you know what I there's no, I don't have any water. I don't I don't have a week of rice or pasta or, or something that's you know dry food that I can. And uh, I only I only watched uh, I was actually showing Dad and, and Alex Jones episode today just after lunch and uh you know i didn't, I didn't really think he he got onto it um it, it is a bit extreme if you're not you know if you're not into if you're not interested in the topic mm. just out of the blue yeah probably a bit much but uh you know i i haven't got any of the emergency food they sell either i'm a little bit out of my element <laughs> so this this bugging in situation it's like uh you know i I only made a video last last week talking about bugging out on a daily basis and making sure you've got, you know, dry socks and, and a bottle of water. And I'm not thinking long term. That's the problem with the with these, you know, comfortable comfortable clean countries. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, like you were saying about the markets on the corner here, it's like, I know if, if shit goes down, then um, I, I, I guess I don't have to worry so much because I know everybody around me is still going to be hustling to make a living any way they can. And if that means provi- providing water, providing food, then that's basically what they're going to be doing. So, <laughs> but in Australia, mm, people don't really know much about the hustle. Um, hmm. Like in Mexico, everybody knows a little bit about business. Everybody knows about something about del- delivering a product, spruiking, sell- selling something on the street. Uh, yeah. You only need to be ripped off once. Or twice, and you learn that you paid too much for that kilo of tomatoes, <laughs> and you shouldn't go back to that store anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, everyone's a little bit more dynamic. Yes. Well, at least in Mexico, I mean, I, I don't know much about. Um, I haven't travelled much of South America mm-hmm. just yet, but but I'm assuming that that's just like a survival instinct that people have mm-hmm. when uh, you know when they're a little bit deprived of the comforts. Yeah. They're going to get up and make things happen in any way they can. Yeah. I'm just hoping I'm not getting too soft. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've, only, I've only been here a week and I, I, can, I, can already, I can already feel my mind starting to like marshmallow. <laughs> just, want to get a, just want to get into a job where I can just focus on that one task that I do. <laughs> and as long as I do that and everything else, so the rest of the systems keep in place, I'll be fine. What? So you're just going to buy into a job and and uh, become ignorant? Is that your plan? <laughs> I I'm going to do everything I can not to do that. Mm. Um, where I've been online on um, where is it? There? There's, a, there's a website, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call them out right now. Um, Freedomcells.coce.co. Um, what? I've I've tried. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's, like it's the first time the, I ever came across this is like some back alley dodgy website that that sells yeah. used women's yeah, get, underwear. I'm just gonna say that again. Yeah, freedom sells dot not not dot com dot c o c e dot c o. Okay. Um, it, it's it's a full on it's a full on site slash geocities slash Yahoo slash. Yo, no, I haven't been to one of those in a sold, long time. Sold women's panties. Yeah, I don't think they exist anymore. Yahoo, oh, Yahoo shut that shit down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty got a little messy. Anyway, so the, this website is kind of like it gets people in contact with other people in in your geographical area that want to start up like um, these little self sufficient groups where you can meet up and and talk about okay, bug out plan. Let's, um, you know, people that are on that mindset already just to get, you know, to, well, basically pretty just meet up and have a coffee and talk about freedom. So, you know, if that leads into setting up camps, you know, a few, um, a few hundred kilometers down the road, that's good. That If that turns into community groups and neighborhood watch groups, that that's cool as well. But I, I was interested in getting on because I want to see who, who else in Australia is thinking like this and, you know, what's going on. But I can't, I can't work it out. I, I've... I've tried logging on and creating an account, but I don't know whether it's getting blocked or whether I, I can't get in or my, whether my email is just rubbish in it straight away. I don't know what's going on. I haven't contacted them yet. This happened yesterday, so 
Okay. I want to I want to find out who else is on the Freedom Cell network in Australia. Okay. So you're calling out Freedom Cells for for the uh, heinous crime Help me. of having a shitty website that doesn't work. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I hope it's me and everyone else that's listening to this can jump on and go, "Oh yeah, I found you." Okay, all good. Um but yeah, I I mean, I was just it's just funny, you know, sometimes you're cruising through Facebook and you see something really interesting and you want to get on and just find out how it works and, you know, what it is. And I can't even get my login. So you've got to register your email and then I'll go through email and verify and then log in. No, no emails are turning up. Could be me. But I like I like the idea. So this should be very cool. Um, and it's like, um, it's like uh, what else is going on? Freedom I, I can't even see the website. So I don't know. I get, I, I've searched for freedom cells on Google and there's a bunch of people uh, like interviews about it. John Bush, Derek Prose. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I put in the, the site that you mentioned and it didn't come up. Yeah, C-O-C-E dot C-O. Wait, wait. That was not supposed to go to you. That was supposed to go into my Google. Let's have a look. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, don't worry. It's... uh. It's 20 minutes to midnight. You've caught me again at one of these midnight sessions. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. I haven't... Yeah, it's gone. I'm just getting to go, go through Google. Maybe I've given the wrong name. No, it just comes up on Google. Okay, whatever the website is, it's a funny one, and <laughs> it would be in the links, because I want people to check this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's in my history. That's probably a better way to find it. Yeah, our mate from uh, in Acapulco, Anan, with his Connect app yep. as well. That's a similar thing. So hopefully I'll be, I'll be chatting to him very soon about that okay. as well. It should be, oh, do you want it should interview be close to... Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. No, not cool. I can't. I'm trying to trying to plug a website and I can't even get to it. <laughs> it's amateur hour. Yeah, I don't know. I see, like I see the an interview here with Derek Prose about it, and uh, it's like there's no link to the actual website. So, <laughs> I'm like, what what's up with that? Like it's, that's it's a, that should be me. the first thing in the show notes. So yeah. Um, I don't know, is, or is Freedom Cells like more of an idea than uh, than an actual site? I don't know. I, I guess that requires a little okay. further research. Okay, I've got. I've just clicked onto the uh, the in my history. I found the link, and and I tell you, and it's not loading anything. Do you reckon the the anti freedom group has already shut it down? <laughs> the government's fucking with this man. I don't think so. No, this is. Oh wait, here, here we go. No, I, I got it. I got it up. It's like it's a reset your password page, but I'll send it to you so you can at least have a look at it. Okay. Yeah, just uh, I love doing this shit live, right? This is funny. <laughs> just hanging out online, sharing ideas. C O E O, not C O C E. Oh, E O. Okay. Yep. I, I knew it was. I've never seen this before. Like, I don't. I don't know what that abbreviation is that's uh i don't know i think it's some, like some native american word because it's a this the, the link i just sent you here it says that 
Koyo Community Connector. This is oh, cool. Okay. Related thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you, you can um, try join on there and see if there's any other Mexican freedom fighters in the Guadalajara area. Mm-hmm. And, and let me know what I'm doing wrong if it's if you get through. Okay, this sounds really cool. Yeah, sim- similar to the connector app, but the connector is, I guess, is more about individuals connecting. But this is this is about forming groups. So it's, it says here... Um, in the beginning, small groups can work together to accomplish goals such uh, such as every group member having storable food, encrypted communication, a bug out plan, and ensuring p- participants have access to firearms and know how to use them safely and proficiently. All the while, cell members make themselves readily available to render mutual aid to their tribe in whatever form that may come. Uh, groups then begin to encourage the creation of other small groups while existing cells organize themselves into decentralized larger groups. Like the smaller groups, the larger groups too have the common aim of asserting the collective sovereignty of group members through peaceful resistance and the creation of alternative institutions. Yeah, this sounds this sounds badass. It's like people... Um, uh, well... If you want to control somebody, the the idea, if you want to control a populace, the idea is divide and conquer. So, of course, um, especially in the United States, I think it's more obvious where the media tries to divide people based on on race or religion or uh, basically any minor difference, um, political uh, affiliations, um, all these these little trivial things um, to make people forget that they're all actually brothers you know they're all actually just people together um turn, yep. trying to turn them against each other and it's a similar thing if you if you're like a prison warden um one of the ways to stop aggression against the guards and against the, the warden is to turn the prisoners against themselves make them make them demean each other fight against fight it fight um within within the within each other um so yeah, so the idea is here: the these small groups can join together and form these these bigger groups, and and that means if the government comes to try to mess with somebody, then actually they're not messing with one person; they're messing with everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, this is like going going old school and connecting everyone up again. Yes, you know, literally. Yes. Handshake style. Yes. You know, who your mates check in. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just to, to find, a, find a few new friends in Australia and start a little bug out crew, I thought, you know, I, I got weekends. <laughs> I, could, I could find something to do and something else to document. Yeah. Um, this would be cool. So, I haven't been able to, to get my account verified to log in and find out who's um, nearby. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's up and running. I mean, the site looks pretty full. It's got, you yeah. know, it's... It's all there, and uh, and it already seems like they have groups organized. Yeah, I mean they've got topics, so you know sectors of groups down the bottom. Yeah, it looks pretty full. You think there are a lot of liberty lovers in Australia that you could connect with? Liberty lovers that are like preppers, ex- <laughs> survivalists, or <laughs> um, I think I think if there are, yeah. they they've got they're pretty quiet about it. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, yeah. Australia is pretty 
conservative when it comes to craziness. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, just, I caught up with an old friend today, and uh, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen him in, in a couple years. Not, not since my wedding, which was a couple years ago, almost. And you know, he showed me he's got a couple of firearm licenses and nice. talking about guns and things. And and I thought I, I didn't think you could. I mean, after the uh, the massacre down, um, Port Arthur, or down south. Yeah, buying back all the guns. I mean, I thought I thought our gun ownership was was over. No, that was just um, more and, you know, automatic. We, we were kids. Firearms. Yeah, so if you want to go old school and get like revolvers and things, apparently it's it's not <laughs> that, that difficult. Um, it's just oh. it's just expensive. Let's see. Is it? Yeah, I th- I think I mean you can still get semi-automatic firearms in Australia, I believe. Just the automatics that are banned, I believe. Um, yeah, I, basically, I want to do a little you know, research. You can still about get this guns because, <laughs> yeah, there's they, just there's a shit ton of, of restrictions on them, um, and things yeah, like and you have to keep them in a safe in your in your own home. So basically, you know, you can't use them for home protection because what what good is it if it's sitting in a safe? And like, if you're transporting it, you need to have it in a lockbox in the back of your car and that sort of thing. So yeah, well, I mean, it's. They're just rules, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I think the important thing is you've got a gun. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're just rules. I mean, if you weren't, I mean, if you weren't allowed to have a gun, that's a little bit different. But I mean, I understand that they don't want, you know, kids playing in dad's toolbox and pulling out his pistol and then shooting each other by accident. You know what I mean? Like, saw that in movies and stuff. Mm. I mean, that was pretty. I saw pretty that bad. in the propaganda. I'm not gonna let that yeah, happen. I mean, I, <laughs> Does, does that shit happen? I don't know. I mean, it happens. Um, I, not not I, very I frequently, though. Yeah, I would be in. I'd be in Mexico, and you know, just I'm in the kitchen uh, at you know one of my uncle's place or Joanna's family's place, and we're just I'm just making a coffee, and it's like can put the milk down on the counter, and whoops, nearly knocked the gun off the table. Didn't even notice it was there. <laughs> I'm like, well, someone obviously came home from work early and just took the gun off and said, "Make a coffee," and left it there. No big deal. Kids know not to play with guns, right? Yeah, well, yeah, probably you, pretty loaded you, sitting there on the counter. Well, but I, I don't know but, why you're leaving sitting sitting in the kitchen while you're cooking eggs. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just so much, so much more relaxed, right? It's like maybe maybe that's how you opened your beer <laughs> in the front of your pistol, right? Okay, I, I don't think Australia should be that relaxed. I don't think Mexico is either. But you know, if you're a cop and you carry a gun around with you, um, sometimes you slip up. But I think. What what surprised me today was I didn't realize that you could still have a gun in Australia and it's just a matter of going to a firearms club and getting a license and getting permission and then buying a gun. How could you not know that? <laughs> oh well, I guess, well, I, guess just, I just it just seemed yeah. it just see you know I didn't I, I didn't I haven't grown up with guns and then yeah. I'm having a chat with dad and he's like oh yeah well all your uncles have guns you know they're on the farm yeah. and I'm like yeah I suppose you're right you know farms and farmers need guns and. And then, uh, and then my mate's telling me that, you know, out, out west, and it's not that far, like, you know, not far from, from where you grew up, uh, Maitland, out of Singleton and, and Musselbrook and those areas. And, you know, they, they've got gun awareness and, and education at school. Great. Because they're all on the farm. It's normal stuff. And I said, like, why isn't, you know, I didn't grow up in, in a city, exactly. Yeah. But I'm already being super sheltered, you know, to a gun. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do with it. That, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get back to school. Yeah, well, I might need to look up uh, firing ranges around Guadalajara and see what's up. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, I pr- that, there's probably yeah. plenty around around your area, around Raymond Terrace. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I just I found out there's there's a couple. Yep. So um, there, there's some investigation work. I need to. I mean, I'm, I'm keen to get a license. I need to learn how to use these tools. Yeah, go out there and, and get know. Joanna to take some footage of you looking like a badass. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I can, I, I can do that. It's on the, it's on the back to-do list. And, and tell us how, how uh, well, I need, much of us. I need Joanna to learn how to fire these guns too. Of course. Yeah. You know, just, just in case. Who knows? Yeah. I'm attacked by a bear or something. <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, funny thing about bears, um, you know, I have a lot of Russian students and they tell me some sometimes, well, the thing is, you know, a lot of people think with bears that um, you play dead and they'll just leave you alone. Um, but no, that's not a good idea. Um, but what you can do with bears, I, and I think it might depend on the type, but a lot of bears, you can just jump up and, and wave your arms around Make yourself look big, um, make some noise, and they'll be like, <laughs> looking like Yogi Bear caught with his hand in the in the picnic basket, and he'll run away. Yeah. So, so your your students do this? Okay, <laughs> I don't know if they've interested? actually done it, but there, there's there's footage you can look at of of people doing that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess that that's interesting to know. I don't think there's any bears around here. But you know, if, if you just in case, listen up. Get the get the lid of the esky and hold it above your head, and just make a shitload of noise, and hopefully that scares him away. Start throwing tinnies at, <laughs> at the at the um, at the drop bears. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bundaberg rum. They're the worst kind. So they always seem to land on your tent. Yeah. Or, or the tent with chicks in it, and then you go save it. <laughs> just to make sure they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. According to rumor. So uh, adventure time, because you know you're still in, in Guadalajara, and I'm hanging to get back there asap. Yeah. Um, what's uh, any adventures on the on the to do list? Hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to Mexico City next weekend. To uh to visit a friend of mine from Los Angeles. Well, okay, she lives cool. in Los Angeles, and yeah, I'll probably go go around and see some museums and stuff. But that's I don't yep. know. It's not it's not that much of an adventure until it happens, and then you know, yeah, and then all, who knows? all bets are off. <laughs> um, because the, the other week, oh, it was pretty weeks ago now, when you went out to, to Palpa, you did a uh, a check-in. Yeah. But um, what, what else did you check out around there? Because you only spent the weekend. Oh, I just there. I just spent the night there. So I didn't I didn't even okay. check out the, the little tourist attractions, like the little monoliths they have there. Uh, <laughs> and then it's yep. like they got the, the picture there in the, in the little um, tourist information center. And it's like the big rocks. You're like, wow, big rocks. <laughs> we want to go out and see a big bunch of rocks. Next time in, I'm into Palpa, I'll probably check out the big rocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, there's a few places in Mexico like that where it's like this is not even this shouldn't be a thing, but it it is because everyone comes to to look at it and that they they build it up to be something. <laughs> um, I I feel like um, I feel like that that's kind of every everywhere's like that. Um, I was chatting with friends and and I'm saying you know I might be I might be going to Brisbane, mm. you know, with work wise, you know I'm I got no I'm not tied down, so I'm going I'm going pretty much anyway, depending on what I feel like doing and, and what's going on. Plus my sister's up there, so I'm catching up with everybody, mm-hmm. and ev- and everyone. It's not just one person, but it's like pretty much all of Australia would jump at the opportunity to say, oh, if you're going north, stop at the big banana. <laughs> I'm like it's just. It's like it's not even a thing. A it's like plastic. somebody made a big ass fiberglass banana, <laughs> and it's like everyone stops and gets their photo at the the big <laughs> banana. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You grew up here. Yeah, you are. It's There's a, a big banana. I went to the big, uh, the big sheep, the big merino, um, and it's got a museum inside it talking about the the the, the wool industry in Australia. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, that that that's got a building inside it, so that's pretty big. Yes, yes, bigger than the big. Like, banana. The banana's not the banana's not that big. It's like well, maybe two cars, <laughs> if that. Yeah, I, I suppose it's a it's a pretty a thousand times bigger than an actual banana. <laughs> so that that's significant. It's a scale model, um, down to the finest detail. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's the point of it? <laughs> but, um, well, you get you get the photo and put it on Facebook. I mean, I, I I can't talk. I've done it. Yeah. But it's just it's it's one of those things that's like, well, I'm here now. I may just take a photo. But you wouldn't have driven there if you knew. I mean, you wouldn't have. It's just that you happen to be there. It's like it's not it's not even about the banana really. So Tapalpa's got the rocks. <laughs> it's got a bunch of rocks. Let's begin throwing this. Yeah. See, it's the first I've heard of it. <laughs> I, I just, I just heard it was a beautiful town. Well, you know, I did, uh, I did buy, I stumped into a, a, a little new agey shop there, a crystal shop, and bought this uh, little fragment of obsidian. Um, and this is, I don't know, it's not regular obsidian. It's, it's, it had a different name, but it was, it was weird because I, I went in. I've never been much for crystals. Um, but I walked in and I, I'm like, hmm, interesting. And I started picking up each of them. And uh, like this this one particularly, um, I felt a little tingly when I picked it up. I'm like, that's interesting. Yep. Um, and also some rhodonite. Um, so obsidian is supposed to be good for contacting your subconscious. Uh, and uh, rhodonite mm. is supposed to be good for protection. So rhodonite is still like this... Um, nice, nice looking pink stone. Um, and so now I'm not, I don't know what to do with this obsidian. I, I mean, I tried putting it on my forehead during meditation. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I wonder what will happen. Will I get, you know, will I go into my subconscious? No, no, nothing really happened. I guess I need some more practice contacting the. Yeah, yeah. Keep um. Yeah. Keep it up. Um, it was probably a few years ago when I, when I broke through because, okay, with the, with crystals, what I, what I think it is, it's, um, it's more of a a belief. If you allow yourself to believe that 
crystals hold higher levels of or alternate levels of, of consciousness Placebo. within. No, I think there's something. I think there is something going on here because it it oh, it really it, yeah yeah, and it's not like you know I've never been a believer in that. But when I when I started picking them up and 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 touching them, it wasn't like I was hyping myself yep. up like oh I've got to experience this crystal power. I, no, I just yeah I felt it. So I I wonder, but you know, a lot of people would explain that away saying placebo. So maybe. Yeah, well, I think um, maybe there's, there's. I mean, it's yeah, it's so easy to say placebo effect. You know, you're going to believe it. Well, of course, it's real because you believe it. Yeah. But I think it's it's very subtle between allowing, like, just having that wall to say that is all bullshit. I don't want to hear anything about it. Don't even bother telling me about it. Or tell me and I'm just going to laugh it off. Yeah. And then going, and then one day you might say, okay, I feel like there's something here. And then you start, you know, opening that that doorway to whatever crystals can be Hmm. all of a sudden that's available to you because if Hmm. it's like when when you said when we're talking about ghosts and you know if you you bring the friend that doesn't believe at all to completely block it yes so it's it's probably more about removing that block than uh than than belief because uh i i can't i can't get enough with uh with crystals it's like but it's a whole it's a whole field of study i mean there's so much there's so much involved with it What's another thing is with the placebo effect, a lot of people will use that to dismiss things, but that's that's so funny. I mean, you don't necessarily need to pay like hundreds of dollars to get a placebo effect, but I mean, you realize when you buy a medicine, even a, a, a clinically proven medicine, the placebo effect accounts for like 80 or 90% of it. So the placebo effect is really what's healing you. The medicine is just... You know, it's an afterthought. So, so if you say, "Ah, oh, it's just a placebo effect," no, it's not just a placebo effect. That's it. You know, that's what <laughs> that's what we need if we want to heal ourselves or, or whatever. We need the placebo effect. So I've, you know, surround myself with things that give me a placebo effect in whatever way, uh, make me yeah, make yeah. me feel better. Um, uh, then you know, that's that's. That's basically, that's it. I mean, the the power of the mind is is the the point. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we should be aiming. Well, for. even even that's hard to hard to grasp. You know, I mean, there's a time when even I would have found that a little bit difficult to believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, and I don't know exactly what you need to do, but you start you just start wearing down these these barriers to reality. Mm. I know to you, to your own mind, but I think what, what's what's really uh, a worry is the fact that we don't even know what we believe really, and in half the time it's like will it work, won't it work, and you don't even know your subconscious whether you do believe something or not. It's like <laughs> okay. you, know, you really need you mean to if, you're, if you're in denial about something, or how do you mean? No, even even worse. Yeah, like. Um, oh, I, don't know. I haven't got an example. Let, let's see. Okay, a big one. Gravity. We all just believe gravity's there, and maybe it is there. It seems to be there, but um, okay, that's a very bad example. No, I, no, I, le- I can't, let me, I can't let get me, it that way. Let me take. Let me, let me take that one because remember last last time um, you mentioned something about well, I don't know if we're all going to become X Men, and I said, well, I, actually, I have some some uh, some tangent to go off on on that. 
Let, let me okay, just get, okay. get back to my notebook. Uh, you know, I write these things in my notebook sometimes and I'm not sure what they mean or if they mean anything, if they're fiction or fact or, you yeah. know, I'm probably going to use this in a, in a little um, uh, short story, science fiction story. Okay, um, I, I've got maybe a better example. No, no, well, let it's me like read the, out the, the I... gravity thing first and, and then... Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah go, go for a, it. It's right on that. Uh, let me see. Where is it? <laughs> Gravity, motherfucker. I write so much. Some of it's good. Okay, so maybe you should maybe you should say your point while I look. Okay, well, it's. I was gonna say uh, milk. Yeah. Some people. Some people say drinking milk is like. They swear by it. drinking milk is what makes their muscles grow, what makes them, what gives them energy for the whole day. Without it, without milk in the morning, they're they're no good. And and other people would, other people know that milk is like what babies drink and what baby cows drink, mm-hmm. what calves drink. Yep. But you know, normal adults shouldn't be drinking or don't need to be drinking milk. Um, I think people. They grow up drinking milk and they put milk on their cereal and they think it's got some place in their diet. Mm-hmm. They, they just believe just because of pure repetition that they need to drink this milk or um, that they don't need to drink it, but it doesn't hurt you. Mm. Okay. And then, then all of a sudden we're starting to get more and more people that are lactose intolerant and they're trying to, they pull the milk out of their diet and then, you know, more people are switching onto it. I don't know what's causing that, that epidemic. I mean... If you call it that, but I, I've cut an milk epidemic of out of out of my diet. <laughs> it's an epidemic. Well, in, in this, this could just move over this could virus, my SARS, AIDS. Oh, People the, the, are the, stopping the, drinking the, milk. Ah. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an ep- it's epidemic for the dairy industry for sure. <laughs> well, I I've got like because you got. Where you stand in the middle, you might have rings of people you spend time with, mm. and a lot of people in my world have, have stopped drinking milk because that makes them it makes them bloated or it just makes them unwell. And I'm thinking, is that is this really happening to them, or is this me thinking that it's no good? And then people are just popping up saying this is like is it is that is that a synchronicity or is that like me subconscious completely changing my external environment? And unfortunately, if you're in my environment, then you might get bloated too. Yeah, I got I got no idea, but like now now I'm talking about a belief, and I'm believing that I've got some kind of external effect on people around me. And to that, to what level is that going to affect them unconsciously? I've got no idea, but I feel like there's something there, so I'm looking for it. Obviously, hmm. yeah, yeah. You found you you found your gravity stuff. Uh, yeah, I got it here. So I know. <laughs> Um, uh, now looking at it, I'm not sure how much this is going to make sense with it, without context. So I, I might know it, it requires some explanation. So what <laughs> it starts off saying separation of data and program. Um, so, uh, I mean, you, you know, a little bit about programming, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing is normally when you, when you have a program, the data is treated differently to the program. So the program or the code is actually executed, but the data is just like inputs for the for the yep. program. It's not it's not executed, and so the the data can't actually um, make commands. It can't it can't actually tell the the machine what to do. 
but it says here an advanced program should be able to manipulate data and program. Um, ideally, there would be no distinction. Code is essence. Code is everywhere. Um, okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, so it's what it's saying is if you have a, a very advanced program, the the program is the code. So, for example, uh, the program is the data or the, da the data is the code, wh whatever way you want to look at it. So, for example, like a um, simple example, like you have a computer virus. Some computer viruses uh, undergo or, or they have a, a process called mutation. So the virus can actually change itself as it goes along um, in order to disguise itself. Um, so in, in that case, it's, it's changing its own code, maybe in subtle ways, uh, but it means that it's, it's difficult for um, virus scanners to pick it up. Um, or a more complex example is like an artificial intelligence, which can change its own program to, to improve itself. So it's treating the program as if it's data. Uh, the data is the program. The, 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 the data is the code. Um, Gotcha. So the idea is, this is the kind of universe that that we live in. Uh, the the simulation that we live in is such an advanced program that the data is the code. There's no distinction. So it's not like um, somewhere separate from us. There's there's a there's a computer scrolling through these these uh, details and saying, okay, execute uh, plan A, ex execute subroutine B. Um, no, everything that, that we see around us, everything that we experience is the program or simultaneously being the data. Um, the data determines the course of the program. The situation determines how things are going to advance. Uh, gravity is not a law. Gravity is a state of affairs. So uh, put the blocks in the right spots and that's what comes out. So when we have... We have something like gravity because the data is the code. It's it's not like the gravity is is this fixed law is this fixed part of the code. No, it just it just comes out as a result because of the way things are set up because of the the the, the arrangement of of the information in our simulation. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So so gravity is more of like a relational thing. Rather than uh, an actual like fixed construct. Yes, yes, great. That's that's um, the idea. I mean, this is probably so, all so nonsense, but <laughs> let's. I, unfortunately, I follow you. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so the way to break this or, or to change the the program, yeah, to start modifying the code would be to insert other ideas. That um, that fit with the with the belief system that we're operating in that allows us like alternate um, understandings for what gravity could be. So mm. yeah, yeah, that's um, a, okay. So that's I mean, that's getting back to the the idea which I was telling you about, like like about change worlds and and, and create worlds. These ideas that are so powerful, yeah, yeah, that they can they can change how a world operates. Uh, so well, I, yeah. I I mean I don't I don't want to throw a spanner in the works. Yep. But, um, I mean, if you start studying things like, um, you know, magnetic relationships around electronics, like mm -hmm. electronic wire and the, the magnet around that, and then 
um, that like you start looking at gravity like a force, like negative to positive, and how sometimes you know positive positive is going to push something away. Hmm. Then you think, well, how do I change? Uh, you know, my how do I change my magnetic polarity, and does that mean that I'm going to start flying? Hmm. Yeah, but I I think. I suspect, to some extent, we're coming at it from the wrong angle because, uh, like, let's see, we can take, um, you can take uh, things like like magnetism and you can manipulate them. That is, you can you can use them in the way that they're already performing, and you can you can do quite great things with that. Um, yeah. But if if you really want to take it push it to the maximum um what what you have to do is hack magnetism um or let's see another another analogy and this is this is a little strange um but say um uh you're you're a pickup artist now there's there's a few ways you can be a pickup artist or i can i can make this distinction one way to 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 pick up women is to manipulate every little thing, um, every situation, um, know exactly the right words to say, and have them memorized. Um, like like twelve hours of of uh, rote material in your mind, so you know exactly what to do in every situation, um, and that can that can work in a sense. I mean, it's not going to get you these amazing results, but it can work. Uh, but the other way to do it is is to look at something m- more fundamental um, and look at the the, the, the principles uh, and so so look at things like offering value, being an exciting and interesting person, uh, helping people out, make, making people want to be around you. Um, and those those kind of things are the, are the things which really get you the the amazing results I mean in terms of meeting the people who you want to meet. Um, yeah. So the, the 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 first way manipulating every little thing is like a, like an electrical circuit. But what we want to do, we don't want to manipulate an electrical circuit. We want to look get right down to these principles, and we want to grab electricity, magnetism, gravity by the balls, uh, and and have it make it a part of us. I. I yeah, I don't even yeah, know. You work for me now. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like I, I yeah, I, I can magnetize whatever I want. What I mean, yeah. as if it's, if it's as iron easy as or moving not, your arm. Iron, who cares? I mean, this is, you know, yeah, like you said, you work for me. That's the idea. Um, or the function, you know, that's I, I, I am magnetism, something like that. Um, <laughs> so then, but, yeah. How do you how do we go from from saying that's that's cool and you know that that that'd, that'd be great gravity you're my bitch to actually uh, obtaining some level that I'm I'm not sure about and I'm I'm not even sure if it's possible or if this is just an idea but <laughs> but let's see I'll see, I'll, I'll read out the rest of this yeah. just to just to get the full thought so um, it says I remembered a curious programming language. So this is like something I remember from when I was 15, 16, I was attempting to use. Um, it was a three-dimensional programming language and it was built on, on blocks. So if you imagine something like, like Minecraft, um, 
except the the positions of the proto blocks determined how the implementation of those blocks would behave. So you have these these set um, c- certain special blocks or, or blocks in a in a special position, um, and say you have a little space invader in that box, and so the the and there's a little directional thing that says, okay, this space invader is going to move to the right. Um, and then you put put uh, something with the same shape into the world, and that space invader will in, will behave in that way based on this on this rule. But it's all again, it's all data, it's all code, uh, everything more or less. Ev- everything is um, everything is interpreted in the same way. There's no distinction between data and code. Um, so. Um, so the response was, yes, it's like that, but all the blocks are proto-blocks. It's a holographic universe. Everything is non-local. Everything is everywhere. Everything is everything. Every single thing contains the essence of every other individual thing. So, um, yeah, da- data is code. So it's not like, again, it's not like we need to go to this specific place where the rules of the universe are written down to manipulate them, um, they're yes, frac- here, they're there, they're ev- yeah, frac- fractal and holographic everywhere. Um, so if we go within ourselves, then we find out how to manipulate gravity <laughs> or yeah. whatever it is. I mean, who knows? Well, the, this this comes to uh, to the next stage on when we decide, okay, gravity is going to be our thing. We're going to pick on, mm. and we're going to work on this until we until we own it, until we are, right. you know, until we until gravity is like a function of our mind. Yes, um, I, I think all we need to do because I, you know, you can you can convince yourself of anything with enough work and meditation. Yes, but then you need to start building the numbers, creating a a community so detached from from reality that you all believe the same thing and then maybe in within that community if there's enough people that that believe then uh, then you can fly i mean and this ties into like what what's the, the the critical the critical mass of collecting all the world's minds and consciousness and going here's a new idea and then giving it to enough people yes. that it does change the world like like the infection to the to the program yes yes um uh, so that yeah, that's what that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is, uh, it doesn't matter how many minds, because everything is everywhere. Um, so if I change one mind, actually, I can change everything. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that much better. <laughs> that seems like it's a much easier task. <laughs> but then, well. but, then I, but then I'm wondering, okay, um, I, I know who I am, but then who are you? Like, do do I am I? Are you just a like a mirror representation of me? And really, you know, your capacity is really just my capacity, just in an alternate, you know, reality. Yeah. Or an alternate uh, fractal of whatever I am living out your life. Yeah, yeah. But does that mean you're not real? Does does that does that mean uh, you only are me? as real I as you are? You. <laughs> I mean, and what do you mean when you say you? Because you know that's a loaded term. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I, I, I mean, I, yeah. I feel like I'm a lot more real than uh, than you are because uh-huh. I'm I'm in me, and you're just you know you on the 
on the screen here. Like, I, I don't know if you're real right now or not. You're just a computer Relatively, screen right. program. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, okay, I, I, I spent time with you in real life, so obviously, you know, there's a little more yeah, to it. According to your memory impressions. So, so that's, you know, that's the assumption. I've only got the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, the other thing was, uh, I'm, I don't know if I can find this note as well, but it was like... Um, wandering around, I, I started thinking about gravity, and uh, and uh, the 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 impression was okay. Well, let's check this out. Like this is another way to think about it. Um, the each fiber of your being, or each each uh, kind of bit or bite of of your being, has a directionality. Now, um, the directionality kind of goes all, all, all over the place. Um, it doesn't have a fixed direction, but on average, it's more likely to, to point down than in other directions. Now, if you want to go, if you want to fly, all you need to do is change that directionality. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, is that just a matter of you thinking that? I guess I mean, so. I, that's I understand a, that's, fundamentally. That's what I'm playing with. Fundamentally, here. you you flip with it. Okay, I, I got it. You can you can do that, but um, that just seems so hard. Yeah, I don't know, but give give it a try. I mean, there's probably someone out there who's going to try it, and maybe it'll work. <laughs> well, that that that's like. Um, that's like saying, I don't know. It's really a, how, how am I going to put an example to that? Hmm. that that's like saying, uh, let's make, um, let's make it opposite day and watch the sun go the other way and watch the clocks go backwards. And, um, I'm going to, instead of, instead of, uh, go to sleep tonight, I'm going to wake up tonight and that's going to be morning <laughs> just because that's the way it would be if it was opposite day. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe that can be a thing, but there, I mean, this is, this is slightly different because this, I'm, I'm giving a, a more specific example about, about the, the supposed technicalities of, of how this universe is functioning. Um, yeah, it's much tighter. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this is, yeah, it's a more specific idea about the functioning of gravity. Um, do, do you remember when you um, you sent me something ages ago about teleporting? Like, if if you could understand this, this is like the like the the, the mind process of teleporting. What you need to understand, it's just about um, it's not it's not about if I move from A to B, hmm. I'm at B. It's like if I was if B was to be A and A was somewhere else, I could just move there. Something like that. It was I think it was a picture involved. You, you don't you don't recall. It was, Maybe? It, it was years ago. Oh, years ago. Okay, because I was thinking of something yeah, it was, it was a, I saw on Steam. It. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a while ago, and uh, and you, you told me to process it. And it was pretty cool, isn't it? It was very concise, like a very programmed, you know, steps A, B, C. This is what it would take to teleport. But it was so uh, it was so simple. It was like oh, all I have to do is change where I believe. I would be if I took one step, and that's it. 
just change, change, you know, change your mind about what one step forward looks like and feels like it is um, one moment to the next and all of a sudden you're somewhere else. It made a whole lot of sense. Yeah. But I can't remember how to, I mean, I, I, that's pretty as good as I can explain it. Okay. I don't remember seeing that at all. <laughs> Completely absent. Did, did you even send it to me? I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah. Then. So, yeah. Well, I mean, what what I what I'm getting out of all this is that there's a lot happening. That um, all we have to do is think and believe um, differently, and different things will happen. I mean, maybe not straight away. Yeah. Because I feel like you know we're very complicated people, and if if I am the only fractal I need to change, then I'm I'm doing a really. I mean, it might not seem like I'm doing much, but I'm doing a lot of change. You know, in, in with even in my own world. Right. Like, there's a lot of things. A lot of crazy things happening around me, and I'm going. If I'm the only fractal here, well, seems like there's a lot of issues politically, and you know, there's a lot of interesting conflicts around the world, and even just simple things, you know, within you know your own communities, families. There, there's stuff going on here, mm. and have I? How much? How much have I got to do with it all? Mm. Could be everything. Yes. Yes, it could be. Don't so don't that, really that's, know. That's pretty but- cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, and then I, and then I uh, take responsibility and go. You know what? I am causing all this positive good, and maybe it's got to get a little nasty before I get to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we're moving. <laughs> things are things are changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Crazy world. <laughs> All right. Do you want to wrap it up there? Uh, well, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I feel like I just wrapped itself up. Like it just yeah. went. The conversation just went. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that, that's it. How, how much can you talk about teleporting and and uh, changing belief systems and crystals and travel and whatever? Thanks for enjoying another episode of the Paradise Paradox. Uh, just in case you fell asleep. Thank you for falling asleep because this is where I'm going to insert a subliminal message direct to your mind. I am going to donate to the paradiseparadox.com. And while at our website, you can check out the show notes at www.theparadiseparadox.com forward slash 129. This is episode 129. So check it out. There'll be a little short story on what the episode was about or something related. You'll find related links and related episodes in case you want another dose of that alluring effixer, elixir, effixer we call the Paradise Paradox. So uh, cheers and thank you to everyone that donated. Much appreciated. Be generous, be free, and be yourself. Peace.